0: Alright, here we go. Another edition of Radio Waves and a brand new theme. We got another theme in the mail. I'm liking that we're getting a lot, so we're trying things out. Send us your theme. We may end up just rotating them all, because we'll have so many good ones. But we'll see how it goes. Alright, uh, my name is Mike Stark, and I'm here with Richard Wagoner. And... and joining us, yes, of course, it's his time of the month, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> that did not sound right. No, it didn't. It, that didn't come out right. Dave Beesing is with us. Maybe, since it's my time of the month, maybe I should say Dave Beezing, here's I'm here. <laughs> now I'm not, see, now we're now we're walking into territory where we'll start getting cards and letters from <laughs> from our probably one female listener. But uh, anyway. All right. Uh, today's column covers a couple of really cool things. First of all, it covers the ratings,
1: right, Richard? Kind of, kind of covers the ratings. We, we, I, I only went into one thing, and that was only because I was surprised that it happened. And maybe Dave can explain how Nielsen works, because I don't think it's sinister on anyone's part. But I found it fascinating that in the ratings for KNX News Radio, when they compare with the past months, they are not comparing the AM ratings, which were higher than the FM. They're comparing the FM ratings, which sucked. So the simulcast looks like it added a bunch of people, when in reality, it didn't.
2: All Access shows a 3-1 January, a 2-8 holiday, a 1-8 in December. So they're apparently comparing it to the... Yeah,
1: that was old, now's last last ratings yes, period.
2: the old CHR station's last ratings period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I look at uh, radioonline.com, they apparently are comparing KNX FM now to KNX AM before. Uh, And I see your point. If you were to add KNX AM before plus the old CHR format, then that would be bigger than the current ratings of those two signals that is now a simulcast of just KNX. Okay. Okay. That said, they are up. They are getting audience as compared to when they were just an AM station. If you only compare news format to news format on uh, AM only versus AM plus FM, and it takes unless you go back
1: the full year because if you go back the full year, they had a three-two a year ago.
2: Okay, yeah, all right, but they're up from the last couple of months by a couple of tenths. It isn't much, Um, but yeah, it you know any format change takes a lot oh, of time. Oh, I know that,
1: I know that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I was just
1: more interested in how it happened that they did that comparison. And again, it's just interesting to me, but I'm wondering now, is that, uh, is that All Access doing that, or is that Arbitron or uh, Nielsen? Yeah,
2: that? That, that's a great question, because you would think that, they, that everyone would just simply publish what Nielsen handed them, so uh, I'm not sure how that happened.
0: Did I understand it right that it, on the FM alone the station is doing better than it was when it was playing music. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so. okay,
1: we don't know because they don't bring No, we the don't. Know.
0: That's right. Oh, they they don't in total
1: down. the
2: simulcast is doing better than the FM did alone.
0: Okay. And the
2: know. AM did alone, but not at what the AM plus the FM did. Right. Um uh, yeah, but you know, the part of the game here for them is uh patience about a new format on any signal of course, but also We're looking at six plus and they want they want KNX FM to start to appeal to uh, a younger audience. And I would tend to think that a long term goal could be
1: that if they switched everyone over to the FM, then they could use the AM for something else as well. Either selling it off, sell the land or whatever. I guess they can't sell the land because that's a park, Uh, but they could um, use it for their god awful CBS
2: sports radio format or something like that. They could, although in some markets, I think they keep the simulcast in place, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we will keep an eye on that uh, as it sort of settles down, because as we were so confused through this process, <laughs> it's it, one it's of those ne- things, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, but it it's it needs to settle down a little bit. All right, now to the part that I am very excited about, and since we all are, really into apps these days. This is a radio station that we can all get on our apps now without any problem. It's a legendary station in San Diego, 91X. Uh, I've known a lot of people that have worked there. It's it's just a legendary radio station without a doubt. And they have made some changes to their format. Can you kind of lay it out for us, Dave, as to what is going on? Because I talked to Richard prior to going on the air here, and he wasn't real clear on what they're trying to do.
1: What was throwing me off was that a lot of the observers are trying to pigeonhole them. I I have a pretty good idea of what they're trying to do. It's just that I I kept hearing this classic alternative, and I thought, that doesn't sound like what they're doing to me.
2: Okay, so lay it out for us, Dave. I would agree. I don't think they're using that term at all. Um, That just seems to be the industry going Oh, less currents, more gold, okay, classic alternative. Uh, it's kind of a a, a knee jerk uh sort of a labeling that's going on. Um yeah. but they, you know, that's not what they're saying about themselves at all. Here's here's what they're saying about themselves, which I think uh, is pretty smart. It's a real alternative. Remember when alternative was alternative? You know, these are some of their I should try to deliver it the way their their voice guy does it. Uh, remember when alternative was alternative? Still is ninety one X. That was a terrible impression. Uh, <laughs> it's a good thing I don't do voiceover. Uh, another one says out of commercials says, and we're back. And I don't just mean from commercials. The original ninety one X. Oh. Somewhere along the way, alternative radio stopped trying to be an alternative. The original 91X is back. That's so that's yeah. kind of the spirit of the thing, is to get back to where Alternative began. They launched, that brand launched 39 and change years ago. They're into their 40th year of uh, broadcasting. And they did a A to Z sort of a stunt. They called it, to be clever, since they are the 91X, they called it A to XYZ. They took, uh, they did about two w- two weeks of it. Uh, took uh, uh, most of their library and alphabetized it and played it in alphabetical order by title. And the reaction to it was really, really strong from people, and it it nudged them uh, to t- make some changes in the format and get back to what they used to be, back to their roots, as, as they said. It is true. I think you pointed out in your column, Richard, that uh, K Rock and 98.7 Alt 98.7 here in Los Angeles, and for that matter, 94.9, which is an alt station owned by the same people as K Rock Odyssey. Uh, in there, there's an opponent in San Diego that plays alternative. That's mm-hmm. been a, an unusual market for many years. That uh, 94.9 and 91X have both existed in alternative. The original program director of 94.9 was a man named Garrett Michaels, a great person, good friend, uh, and smart guy. And he's now the program director of 91X. And Mm. some of what he did at 94.9 that really gave them a leg up back then is reflected, I think, in what he's doing at, at 91X in that he's got a good instinct for what it is about alternative that people really like and identify with. And especially that original audience uh, to the station or maybe the second generation audience, because in 40 years they've had a few generations. Right. And so he's got a good feel for what they say about radio and what they say about what's happened to music. It's reflected now on the air there that a lot of people, especially if they're. 35 and above, or maybe even younger, actually, don't think that the top 40 of New Rock that Alternative has kind of become as a format on stations like K-Rock in 98.7 and 94.9 in San Diego is really what Alternative started out to be. So he's turning back the clock uh, quite a bit. Musically, stations like 98.7 here in Los Angeles, they are 81, I did the analysis, 81.9% of their playlist is post 2000 mm. on 98.7. Uh, he has flipped the script on that in San Diego, and 78.5, and almost 80%, is instead pre 2000 on 91X. So he's really turned it around. Now, by the way, for those keeping score at home, uh, K Rock is a little different from 98.7. They are about two thirds post 2000 instead of 80%. So there is more 90s gold. There's about almost a third of K-Rock is 90s gold. But uh, in San Diego on 91X, a third of their music almost is from the 80s. And a little over 40% is from the 90s. Okay. So you get a really different feel. Yeah, it's true that alternative stations like K-Rock in 98.7 and 94.9 in San Diego – are playing a lot more gold than they used to percentage wise. But this is different gold. This is this is talking heads. This is Bjork. This is uh the alternative that a lot of us that are starting to get gray hair that's not the alternative that we grew up with, right? Right. And I think the format needs to kind of make a choice between whether you're going to continue to target a predominantly younger audience, mostly 18 to 34 or whether there's an opportunity to kind of turn back the clock musically, but also in the essence and spirit of the format and be what Alternative used to be targeting 35 plus, 3554 being the, the, the heart of it. So it's, it's an exciting experiment. And I can tell you that um, a lot of the radio community is watching this with interest to see what happens in San Diego.
0: Now, there was a clip posted online that you posted. I'm not sure if 91X put this out or whatever. Oh, but yeah, it, they did. It was the program director on the air with two of the other jocks completely laying this out. Now, what I liked about that clip, I liked a couple of things. First of all, there seemed to be, and I can be bs obviously, like anybody can, but it seemed to be total transparency involved in what they were gonna do. And what they talked about was exactly what Dave laid out. And one of the jocks, who was a younger jock, said, you know, when we did the A to Z, there was a bunch of music that I'd never heard before. We're talking about young people being able to experience music that doesn't get played anywhere anymore.
1: No, other than the station in my
0: mind. Yeah, other than <laughs> right. the station in your mind. Exactly. And
2: right. And I think for a lot of people
0: who grew up with
2: ninety-one X, or perhaps with a brand like K Rock, there are a few of these around. You know, K Rock was pretty much, especially West Coast, the first alternative station. Yeah. And 91X, Rick Carroll was the program director at K Rock. He consulted 91X when it signed on the air as an alternative station. And The people who uh, who remember those early days, they're ready for something like
1: this. Yeah. Yeah. The difference really is striking when you think back to the early days of K-Rock and the early days of 91X. A lot of the same songs were played on KIQQ here as well. It was it was a different type of alternative. And a lot of it was trying to catch the new music before it became popular on other stations. And the variety was tremendous, mm-hmm. unlike what Alternative has become, where it keeps getting narrower and narrower and narrower. And I think that's one of the issues that they're having with Alternative is that it's, it's just
0: such a small appeal now. I think the other thing that was addressed, and I, this, this classic alternative is getting under my skin a little bit, actually, the discussion of that, because the program director in this clip made it very, he was asked directly, what do you call this format? And he sort of said something along the lines, well, it's, it's a 91X format, mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. living on the legacy of that station in that yes. town. Yes, uh,
2: I love that. He said uh something about renouncing their membership in the alternative format. Right. Uh, and that they are now as they were in the original days, they are a category of one. They are their format is 91X, yeah. catered to the market and he said he said isn't that what radio should be? local yeah. radio should be local it should yeah. be it should be designed for the market and a lot of that especially when you get back into the 80s and 90s a lot of the music they're playing on 91x wouldn't work uh some of it more of it in in uh, los angeles perhaps than in some other places but it's really san diego kind of stuff it's right. it wouldn't work in san francisco and it wouldn't work east east coast at all because as you said they were they were doing their own thing back then, and it wasn't uh, this this group uh, format. The part of the classic alternative labeling, the reason for that, is coming from the record companies. And they would hate to see this be an ongoing trend because they have fewer opportunities to get new music on the air now on 91X. There's fewer slots per hour than there was before. If this becomes a widespread trend, they they would not be uh, happy
1: about it. But that's a limited way of looking at it, because if you're looking at people hearing music that they haven't heard before, it's new music. Why wouldn't new bands with a similar style be able to get their music on? The problem with
0: the record companies is they keep pushing the same crap that they've been pushing. The transparency of this clip uh, that they did, they talked about, are we going to play n- new music? And mm-hmm. he made it very clear. Yes. That's what mm-hmm. part of the legacy is, is that we're exposing new bands, new artists. So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm and
2: they are. That, uh One of the bands that I discovered by listening to that station um, is a band called wet leg. And I think they're from Sweden maybe, mm. but it's, it's a new band that sounds like that, alternative sound of days past mm. uh it really fits on that station they're also playing the new eddie Vedder uh music that just came Beautiful. out it's yeah. a solo album and it's great stuff he just did uh two shows i believe in san diego where he had a 91x t-shirt on the stage <laughs> um, <laughs> and when they play new eddie Vedder on 91x they're not just playing one single that the record company says, please, please, please play my single. I, I need to run it up the chart. They're, they're doing what we all do these days. They're going, yeah, you know, here's, here's another track. Here's one that uh, we thought you might yeah. like as well. And they're playing probably two or three or five tracks from there that they think they want to highlight.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm a, I'm excited about this format. It, and it can force, ebb and flow when you think
1: about it. The, whatever yeah. happens, if there's a lot of good new music coming out, they can play a little bit more. If there's not any, they can rely on gold.
0: And the thing is, is even if you can't get it on an app, a lot of times 91 X has such a powerful signal that you can get it in Southern California. It's better like to get it. Hundred thousand watts, right? I don't know. They're they're still located in Mexico, as I understand yeah. yes. it, right? The the studios are in a an office
2: park in North San Diego County, the transmitter is still where it always was and where the studios were originally uh, in TJ in Tijuana.
0: Yeah. I remember my friend, Brian shock, our friend, our mutual friend, mm -hmm. Brian shock worked there at one point and talked about having to cross the border to do a a radio show. So
2: absolutely. And they'd have to talk their way through the border all the time. And sometimes, uh, you know, cause they weren't supposed to, I don't think be going down there for work as Americans. Oh, um, man. and some of them were sneaking, sneaking in there and trying not to be seen by the same agents each time at the border and <laughs> had, <laughs> had girlfriends under the blanket in the back seat and, uh, you know, all of that stuff. One of my, one of my favorite little pieces of production on that station, it's one of their legal IDs, Talks about how they are broadcasting still from TJ, uh, where they are guarded, valiantly guarded by their dog, Chewy, at the transmitter. Oh, <laughs> and, and you hear Chewy growling and they say, good dog, Chewy, good, good boy, Chewy, good boy. And, and I thought it was just, you know, clever production on the radio. Turns out Chewy is real. They oh, have wow. a guard dog at the transmitter named Chewy. That's and, hilarious. <laughs> and they say only the engineers who visit Chewy regularly get along with Chewy because Chewy is trained to be mad, be mean to anybody else.
0: There you go. Well, we will keep an eye on this. We'll have Dave to help us keep an eye on this uh, because, uh, as I said, I was really excited to hear about this the format because – and I uh, back to one of the points you made a couple minutes ago, I think this is kind of exclusively san diego ish I don't know that this would work as well here in l a what what are your thoughts i think l a is a
2: challenge because of the ethnic comp and everything else, although they have that in san diego too i I think that if there is a continued two station alternative battle in Los Angeles, there really isn't room for both. Mm. And I think K Rock is probably watching this, and it could be an option for them to consider because they have a heritage set of calls, just like 91X. Absolutely. To say a bit of a mea culpa that, hey, you know, 21 Pilots is gone. <laughs> Uh we're yes. We're we're a true alternative now. Uh it might do pretty well.
0: Well, I'm sure they're like you said, I'm sure they're keeping their eye and ears on this. Ninety one X
1: is uh it's actually a locally owned station, right? Yes. Yeah. So so yeah. they don't have the baggage of the one of the worst ownership companies in the world that K Rock has, right? No comment. <laughs>
0: I still have freds everywhere. Are they called are they considered a ma and pa basically is what I think Richard is getting at. Yeah, yeah, they're they're I, they have investors, but uh it's called Local Media
2: San Diego and yeah. I think that's their only uh radio properties is right yeah. there in San Diego. Mm-hmm. In in
0: this day of radio, that is a ma and pa. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Know. Yeah, so. it is. They and they're really they're really nice people i'm I'm rooting for them not that I root against anybody else but I just enjoy listening to the station in and I get it on tune in in my car and uh, it's it's uh, it's a it's an exciting experiment for alternative
0: absolutely and they've got good jocks on the air there too yeah. all right anything else Richard we could talk about I don't think so okay
1: I think there's absolutely nothing going on in radio besides what I already printed
0: Okay. Well, of there course. There you go. You're you're the heartbeat of what's going on. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, oh! I'll I'll mention something. Okay. Because <laughs> this hasn't gone on long enough. The, uh, <laughs> um, I stumbled across. There's a bunch of Casey Kasem's stuff for sale uh, at auction.
0: Yeah, yeah really? I saw that. No, this, my future this is college. a good
2: discussion. This is a good yeah. discussion. Well, you, you, I, I'll just tease it that way. Maybe Richard will want to write about it. Or, or is it or, on
1: eBay or something else?
2: Uh, I think it's Julian's auction site where they have a lot of uh, auction stuff from all kinds of different people. It's from the estate of Gene and Casey Kasem. Wow. So, And, and one of the things that looks really appealing to me is his Newman microphone. Um, and that would be, those microphones are fantastic anyway, but to have Casey's Newman microphone, which might make you sound like Shaggy, that would, (laughs) I was just thinking that you'd sound just like him.
0: (laughs) There's a backstory to this and let's let Richard investigate it. And we will talk about it on a future show. There is a backstory and it's not a pretty backstory. I kind of figured that. Okay. Uh All right. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Dave, thanks again for joining us. We we love having you here, and you really gave us some insight into this 91X thing, and uh, we appreciate that. And we'll uh, do this again next week.
2: Thanks, guys.